0: This is the Goal Crush Podcast, a resource for setting, approaching, and achieving personal goals, where your co-hosts, Margaret and Christy, share their experience crushing and crashing their way towards success, and sometimes failure, to inspire and encourage personal growth in your everyday life. You're listening to Episode 4, Bucket List.
1: Christy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's really exciting to chat with you.
0: Uh, right? I always look forward to this now. Our, I do our t- long chats.
1: I do too. It's. I have to say this has been really fun so far, which is probably the best sign that we're going to do
0: well at it. Right? And it's nice to have a focused conversation with someone every once in a while to really be like, we're going to talk about this for 45 minutes. It's like, how often do we do that in real life?
1: I know, it's pretty fun actually. And I enjoy like thinking about what we're gonna talk about and stuff. I actually really love today's topic, so I can't wait to get to it.
0: Right. But, Today is bucket lists. But, I know. Okay, let's do our intro first. Let's talk about like things we did this week.
1: Yes. Before we get to the really exciting part. <laughs> so
0: have you crushed any goals this week? I have. So I thought about doing something that was not about my apartment. Ooh. And then I decided against it. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I mean, I've been completely focused about settling in and nesting. And I love to nest and I love to decorate. So I I really think I finished this week. I, I think I finished furnishing my apartment.
1: When did you move in? You moved in at the end of November?
0: Thanksgiving weekend.
1: So basically in two months... After four moves in a year, what Yes, and getting
0: rid of everything. Like, no furniture at all when I moved back to Portland. I have everything. I um, actually meant to go and finish my robe, which is another item, a goal I'm working on to learn how to sew. And then my mom and I accidentally ended up shopping all day instead. (laughs) (laughs) Oops! But I found an ottoman and a lamp that I'd really been looking for. And they were those last two pieces. And then I reorganized all my furniture again but this feels like it's it it was those were the two things that made me feel like oh well eventually i need to get those things to like really be done and it feels furniture wise and like the location of everything really done so that's that's excellent. what i did
1: yeah no that's i think i'm really impressed as the person who uh had to set as one of their January goals to hang up three pictures in my house because I've lived here for over a year and haven't hung anything up. I am mad impressed with you about that.
0: I mean, my, my art hasn't been hung yet, but that's because I'm rethinking my strategy because I'm one of those people that is actually like, if I think I win, if I put the most number of holes in the wall. <laughs> and I'm really trying to make, to really take a more minimalist approach to this place. So well, the art isn't done, but I feel like, Man, now I'm just realizing it's not done. Whatever. I feel very good about what I did with these last pieces, furniture-wise. So what about you? What did you Uh, do? So
1: um, we've obviously talked about my weight loss goals and the pros and cons of that. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I will explain this because you're about to hear this and you're going to like get angry at me.
0: Um, (laughs) You know me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So in the last week, I lost 6.2 pounds. But... The goal, and that's not a healthy weight loss. I'm not surprised it happened because what I did on Sunday is I joined Weight Watchers.
0: Look at you. You've used Weight Watchers before. You It worked for you previously. I mean, yeah. every, if, if your goal is weight loss, which I, I do have thoughts on, um, it, you just have to have the right motives for it, honestly. But using a good weight loss program like Weight Watchers can be really successful for some people.
1: Exactly. So I have done Weight Watchers before. I was very successful in the program, though that was like 11 years ago. So it's really different.
0: How much did you lose that, with the first time? Oh, That was a like, big one, right?
1: Yeah, like 50 plus, I think.
0: Yeah, right. That's a big deal. So yeah, I yeah, have had success so, on it before.
1: Exactly. And what I really liked about it before is that I found I'm good at moderation. I'm not good at extremes. So I did really well Tracking, I like stuff like that. I like tracking everything I eat. I like making a plan. I like sticking to the plan. But I also like that that plan can include drinking a beer or having cake or whatever. You just have to plan for it. Mm -hmm. And that was really true this last week. I, I went out for lunch with my coworkers. I took a friend out for her birthday. I was able to eat everything I wanted to and make choices about what I was eating so that I still lost weight.
0: So was, so your um, achievement this week, was that losing the weight or was it joining Weight Watchers? I think it was joining
1: Weight Watchers because, um, and as I said, I wasn't. Taking that
0: step, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: And I think that's the healthier goal because I basically sat down and was like, okay, if weight loss is my goal, I'm not going about doing this in a right, in the right way. Mm -hmm. So I had to think about like, I'm good at tracking. I've been really successful when I've worked with a plan, i.e. Weight Watchers. There was no reason not to use a tool that's totally effective for me. So right? that's Right.
0: Well, good job. I'm glad that you're taking the steps you need to to like reach that goal of yours, however much I disagree with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As a
0: person who no longer owns a scale.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my big accomplishment for the week and I think it's going to set me up for a lot more success with my goal, so I'm really happy about that.
0: All right. So, that's what we did this week, guys and we're really excited for you to hear the main episode, Bucket List, so stay tuned. Bucket List, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite topics. I love Bucket List so much. Oh, can I can hear, hear it, it in your in voice. voice.
1: I can, like you know, imagine you with the jazz hands and the happiness, like, exuding out of you.
0: <laughs> you know it. My hands just moved all over the place. Like, I, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart that I'm really excited to share about so, and to talk about. So, um, in
1: fact, every time I've set a bucket list, it was because you inspired it. So it's also a great topic to talk about. Uh <laughs> You are very I know right. inspiring. I right? I'm pretty inspiring. So, um, <laughs> I think that the world's introduction to the bucket list concept was that movie with uh, Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman, so we should talk about what we mean when we say a bucket list. Yes.
0: Right? I remember the first time I consciously made a bucket list. It was inspired by a friend on Instagram. Uh-huh. You actually know her, Jess Gillespie from Yoga Teacher Training. She posted like a quick little ditty. And um, the and I was 29 at the time. And I was like... And it was a 30 before 30 bucket list. Hers was. But she's like, I think a year younger than me. And I decided with like six months to go, I was going to make a 30 before 30 bucket <laughs> list. Which was an outrageous thing to do. But I did it anyways. And um, it was one of those things that I just... Felt like I really needed to accomplish some specific things before a certain time to feel like I was ready for that next thing. So it was all about making sure that I could find some things I'd always wanted to do and really organize it in a way that helped me accomplish them.
1: I made up a list of things I really wanted to do in Portland before I moved to Idaho for my job many years ago but that was the same idea I sat down and was like I know I'm leaving I want to do some things that I had done before but were really important to me one last time I also wanted to try some new things that I had never done and didn't want to miss the opportunity to do so I think that that's the other thing is we talk about bucket lists a lot in age but I think you can choose any type of deadline to impose them moving uh, stuff like that are great
0: I mean I did one for Toronto I did did one for Toronto when I didn't know I was leaving, which feels, (laughs) I mean, maybe the universe (laughs) knew what was up because I thought I was just making a bucket list of things to do for the season. Like I was like, Toronto summer bucket list. You can find it on Pinterest. Um, It was, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then it turned out I needed to move pretty suddenly. And it was that, it was sort of, it, it motivated me through those last weeks in Toronto to make sure I was still getting out and doing things. And I used that as a template of like things I wanted to do before I left.
1: And I think that's one of the things about bucket lists that are pretty fantastic. They're not exactly the same as setting goals. It's usually things you want to do. And, mm-hmm. and that can motivate you to try new things, go new places, spend time with people you care about that you aren't necessarily prioritizing. Like That's what I like about when I wrote my 40 by 40 bucket list is I really sort of sat down and thought about these things that I
0: want to, to do, like things that sound fun. I made I wanted to share something with you that I prepared. <laughs> I prepared it. It's very little off what we do normally, but I I know I just said that the first like real bucket list I made was um at, when I was 29. But turns out I was making really? bucket lists before they were bucket lists. <laughs> I didn't know it, but mm-hmm. my cuz I'm a more of a time frame person than a um like a a location based person even though I do make location based ones now when I'm going to be there within a time frame which whatever (laughs) that sounds contradictive but I said anyways so in almost a decade to the day I had a journal I would write in I, I called it my goal journal long ago it was really just ramblings and it was on February 13th 2009 I made two year goals Oh, this is Five-year goals and 10-year goals. And they're hilarious, and I still have done basically none of them. No, I've done them. But they're a little outrageous in what I thought I could accomplish in those time frames, which I think will lead really well into our next sort of topic <laughs> on my list of time frames. So let me read my okay. um, five-year bucket list to you. And this was written in 2009, and it is 2019. Love. <laughs> lifetime craziness. <laughs> so, to find my lo- lifetime love by now. It hasn't happened. Own property. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Working in art yeah. world. So I worked like in the art world back then. Um, I do not. <laughs> that, that's not a thing. You do. Own several yeah. pieces of art. That I do because I love art. Um, go to at least three <laughs> countries per year. I don't know who I thought I was going to be in five years. But, like, I thought I was going to be, like, a cosmopolitan traveler. Let's just say that. Um, good friends. <laughs> I have that, met, but, like, that was a goal. That was well, one you of the things built I've a lot of friendships friend. over the course of the last um,
1: decade that actually, I think, did fulfill that, so.
0: I, I really have. It's yeah. true. So five-year Christy did know what she was up to. Um. Fun, this is an actual thing on the list. Fun <laughs> parties, social <laughs> events. <laughs> I was not very specific either. I just was like, I know, I, and it goes like back to be like going, saying like specificity, vibes
1: specificity, specificity.
0: I know, right? Um, oh my god, you're killing it! Here, three languages. Um, so I can speak tourist in Italian, French, and Spanish. <laughs> so I guess I can check this off. Um, be healthy. That's broad. <laughs> Right? Living in a city. (laughs) I am that. Um, Be fabulous. (laughs) You've always been (laughs) fabulous. I know, right? Check that off. That box is marked. And be true to myself.
1: Oh, I mean, I think you chose really lovely intentions, but... They're a little difficult. Either they're too broad or they're too ambitious for a five-year I know. bucket list.
0: I know, right? My 10-year goal included set for life financially. <laughs> 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 we know that that's not true. But 2009, Christy, was really optimistic. And I thought it would be really nice to sort of talk about realistic time frames for bucket lists. Because when I wrote this... I really thought that in two years, I could, you know, have so much completed. In five years, I would be even more accomplished. And In 10 years, like, everything would be in place. I wouldn't even need another goal past 10 years because 10 years, like today, so basically three weeks, like a month from now, I was supposed to have everything figured out by the time I was 33 and a half. And that's not how life works. <laughs> Well, and I think the other thing that's nice about
1: bucket lists versus setting sort of more goal setting uh, things like resolutions or where you're really working towards an end point is you can put one offs on your bucket list that are things you just want to do. You don't necessarily have to like them. You just uh, accomplished one of the things on your 40 by 40 bucket list,
0: didn't you? I did. I went snowshoeing. And what did you think? Uh, Amazing, you guys. I don't even like hiking. Like I really don't like. You hiking. don't.
1: It's like so one of the, the fact
0: that I loved snowshoeing so much. I really boil it down to one thing, uh, two things actually. One, I was so stoked to do it because it had been on my bucket list for years, and so it really sort of built something up. And um, two, that it was it's prettier out when there's snow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I disagree with that. I mean, I like snowshoeing a lot. But I would much rather go for a hike in the summer.
0: Oh, my God. No. Hiking is, like, why? Why? I'm, like, online dating right now. And whenever anyone puts hiking, like, in the first paragraph of who they are, I'm, like, swipe left. Like, I don't need anybody dragging me up some hills and down some mountains for fun. I don't think I've ever invited you hiking for exactly this reason. This is why we're friends. You get me. You get me. I mean, we did... You also, like, camped in, like, the middle of the wilderness with me. And no, that's not my vibe.
1: Oh, no. I think... You never want to be out in
0: the middle of wilderness with me ever again after that.
1: I love that we both, like... Why we thought that trip was going to go well is
0: still beyond my understanding. I know, right? Um, You love, you learn. You don't go hiking with certain friends ever again. There you go. Um, So, I... With the first time I made like my, 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 my big 30 before 30 bucket list. I had about 3 months before I turned 30 and I put 30 things on there that were it, it was pretty intense. I had food, like I wanted to eat a sushi bowl and I wanted to go a month sober, which I'd never done. I wanted to um like take 30 bar classes in 30 days. And some of these were things that I knew I was already going to do between, between when at that time and when I turned 30 and others were things that were really pushing it. Um and I'm going to tell you. I got burnt the fuck out. It was too much. Um it was I was stressing myself out to get the bucket list stuff done. bucket list stuff done. And there was even one day where I drove for like eight hours to check off like four things in central Oregon and was trying to listen to an audiobook that I fucking hated because it was on the list. And I was just like, what am I doing? Rugged, running myself ragged to get this list done in a certain amount of time. And I knew I'd like really overdone it, like really overdone it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think nothing nothing you described there sounds like it was bringing joy into your life. No.
0: I mean, like, there were some things that brought me joy. They definitely were. But um, it was, you really have to take into account when you are making a timeline-based bucket list, exactly how long you're giving yourself to do it. Because, like, set for life financially in 10 years, that's not, I mean, like, maybe if that's, like, your one goal, it's possible. I mean, I always think you should dream big. But, you know... Don't if, if you're setting yourself up for failure, it's not going to be any fun.
1: Well, and frankly, to me, that sounds. I don't. I think it can go on a bucket list. I'm not opposed to it. I have some. Yeah, of course, you th- aren't because
0: you're like super into finances.
1: Yeah, but I also <laughs> think that that's the type of thing where you can set it as a goal and not necessarily. You can approach it differently than stuff on the bucket list. Like I have on my forty by forty bucket list. Um, compete in a CrossFit competition, which is frankly kind of challenging for me. It sounds... I say that because it just freaks me out. It's the type of thing that yeah, makes me... Yeah, it freaks
0: me out too. Well, CrossFit in general freaks me out, but that's a different conversation. I like CrossFit, but I get shy. <laughs>
1: I really don't like physical competitions. Um, I don't so feel good. So why'd you put
0: it on there? It because doesn't it, sound because like I you to do a, it. <laughs>
1: it was a good challenge for myself. But okay. it's also like a one-off thing that I can do and hate and know I challenged myself. And I, I chose a lot of things that aren't necessarily that, that are sort of like that um, because I wanted to try my, go, my bucket list is about trying new things and sort of seeking out new experiences um, a little bit more than it is about long-term goals. There are some long-term goals on there. I have one about like my credit score. You uh, <laughs> have a credit score
0: item on your bucket list. Yeah. okay. What is it, like eight twenty? Like how high can credit scores be? Eight eighty. And what's your what's your goal? Eight hundred. So we'll talk about that because we'll do, we'll talk about credit scores at
1: some point, people. Um,
0: I, I'd rather not.
1: <laughs> but I think like the way I approached my bucket list was saying I wanted to tr- make sure that I tried to do things that would be new and interesting, and I just I started writing my forty by forty. Uh, This last summer And I wasn't in a particularly Like great place And I was like You know what Why don't I do something That makes me Have to break out of my comfort zone And do it sort of intentionally So I made a list of 40 things That maybe I'll end up really liking Maybe I won't um, But that's okay Like if it makes me try new things That was the goal of my list And I have
0: I have seven and a half years to do it So I think it's really important Something you just mentioned That Um Trying new things will inevitably lead to you not liking something. Oh, Be- completely. Because if you're doing something for the first time, like everything that's on the list, you want to do it at least once, right? Yeah. You're like, oh my God, I want to do this. But – uh, when you're doing like a large number of things that you've never done before you are going to dislike some of them like you are going to it is just an inevitable part of the process of doing new things and I don't think I understood that the first time I did it I don't I think I understood that there would be some disappointment from accomplishing these things I was so excited about which really led to um, you know some lack of energy and just frustration when I didn't understand that like I don't have to like everything that I set out to do
1: well, And, and also, I think
0: like, you don't have to actually finish everything you set out to do. Like, I mentioned yeah. that book. It was The Count of Monte Cristo. I think I just got a bad translation. Whatever. It was awful. I hated every second of it. And I've never finished the book because I was like, you know what? I don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. I don't have to do it. And I crossed it off anyways because I started and decided I didn't like it. And it was Good enough for me.
1: Yeah, and I think that's exactly it too. Is with writing a bucket list, whatever your time frame is, if it's location based or time or like a certain date based, you have to set some expectations about it because if you're writing a bucket list that's really about like going out and doing these things that you've either been putting off or that sounds scary or because you want to try something new, you have to. Embrace that you're not going to like all of them Some of them are going to be failures Like I think that's just a natural re- reaction too It's why I asked if you liked the snowshoeing Because I was curious to know if you, you didn't going
0: to like it <laughs> I also was with some fun friends We uh, made a day out of it I have a friend, um, Meredith, who really planned it all. Like, she picked up the rentals. She planned the actual route. She drove. We just had to give her money. And it was sort of nice to, like, sit back and sort of go on a guided tour as well.
1: <laughs> well, and I think that also raises a good point about saying, like, if you want to do something and you put it on your bucket list, it doesn't mean you can't ask for help or choose the way that makes the most sense yes, for you.
0: right? I mean... And I'd mentioned I'd wanted to go, and I knew she went. I was like, "So someday I would love to go with you," you know. And mm-hmm. that way, I didn't have to put it all on me. And it was really—I was really fortunate to have someone in my life that was like, "Oh, cool." And I, and also, she wasn't—I wasn't like, "It's on my bucket list. I have to do that. We should do that sometime." It was more like, "Oh, I'd really like to do that to someone who did it already, expressed interest, and got invited." Like, and I did mention, "Oh, this is on my bucket list. I'm super excited." Eventually, but it wasn't like. Gung, like making that the reason I was doing it because like some you know like you should want to do these things without a bucket list. Yeah, like well, most of the time. You should want to and- do the things on your list without them being on a list. But I mean there's something about something being on a list it just makes it so much more fun.
1: I mean I did not put this on my bucket list because I was actually a little scared too but I really debated putting up starting a podcast on it um, oh man you could have checked it off I, I could have well and writing the bucket list coincides with when I started thinking about this idea of us doing this podcast which like I know I have said here that it was like I suggested it when we were a little tipsy over drinks but i'd been thinking about it for several months because when i started writing the bucket list i reached out to you to be my accountability person yeah um because you're of my friends the most sort of goal oriented and i personally do best when i have someone holding me accountable this goes back to the weight watchers thing that we talked about earlier and at some point, we're going to talk about Gretchen Rubin's uh, yeah. four personalities because this is all of this is her theory of stuff. But um, I, by asking you to be my accountability person, I also started thinking about one of the things I really like is when you and I talk about our goals. Like, it holds me accountable, but it also really inspires me.
0: Thanks. Yeah. I'm so glad you chose me to do this with. Um, you... <laughs> i right, like, let's have a moment. Yes, Margaret, let's, let's have, have a, a moment. moment. So you, you and me just expressing our gra- gra- gratuity, gratuity, my gratefulness for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, yeah, you know, making sure, what did you just say before that you told me how great I was? Oh, just that,
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know. Wow, that was a great loss of train of thought from both I'm of like, us.
0: I'm like, tell me more about how fabulous I am, Margaret. <laughs> um, um, I, th- I, think-
1: <laughs> I think we were both just sort of going over the idea that if you're challenging yourself to try new things, it's not always going to work out. So It's so true.
0: You know, um, and you just got to set your expectations up correctly. I think that another thing um, about expectations is making sure you're being authentic with what you're putting on the list. I think I could return to authenticity for almost any anything you're doing in life when you're setting goals, when you're re- making a bucket list or, um, you, you know, your New Year's resolutions. Making sure you're putting things on the list for you, not because you think you need to have them, especially if you're doing, like, a 30 before 30 or 40 before four forty. Like, don't add things just because you think you need to have them by that time. Mm-hmm. I know I have added some big things that I felt were authentic for me to my 40 before 40. Like, I want to get married, and I want to have a baby. And yeah, there are some people that think that you must do that by 40, but you don't have to do those things by 40. But to me, it felt authentic to put those on the list as something that I would really like to do and have them out in the universe to, to state that that is something I want to do in the next decade.
1: I do think it matters to put stuff out into the universe. I put one thing on my bucket. I put a couple things on my bucket list that are sort of more reoccurring. But they're things that I realize really matter to me, and I wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. doing them. So uh, I put see the ocean every year. So I live in Eastern. Uh, that that feeds my
0: soul. I love that one.
1: Well, and I when I lived in Santa Barbara, which is where I grew up, I went to the beach every day. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's not actually that much of an overstatement about how often oh. I saw the ocean, and that when so I nice.
0: so mo- nice, yeah. And when
1: I moved to Portland, it wasn't that I didn't see the ocean. You know, the coast is an easy drive. I went home more often when I lived in Portland. My just the realities of life and stuff. And then in two thousand and seventeen, I realized that I never saw the ocean. And that made me really sad. The so ocean speaks to me. I put so I, on, this, I, yeah. this goal
0: speaks to me. This goal of yours really speaks to me. So I I think that's great to have sort of a recurring goal.
1: Yeah. Like that one just mattered to me. It, I, it takes a little bit of intention planning trips home um, or planning a trip to Seattle or to Portland and then having someone go out to the coast with me. Or I can go to the coast by myself. Let's go to the coast but,
0: sometime. Let's go to the coast. Oh, absolutely. I um, love the Oregon coast, especially in winter. Yes, Oh yes Yes oh, Like yes Like a downpour mm-hmm. With the ocean in the background It's this, the gr- best It's the best
1: Um, But I think that's the thing too is, So my bucket list has several reoccurring things like that It has some one-offs too And then some sort of bigger goals But a lot of the things I sat down and thought about is What do I want to be doing And so when I turn 40 I look back at it and go Hey this is the reason I am happy And all these things brought me joy
0: Oh, I love that. I don't have anything reoccurring on mine. Oh,
1: interesting. Um, like
0: instead of, but I aren't all big ones. Like have a baby and get married, and like I have some locations. Like I just um, I'm going to Palm Springs. Yay. Yes, it's also a New Year's resolution and on my bucket list and just fabulous. So lots of birds, one stone, um, and go to like Greece and like Thailand. But I have things, you know, some silly little things like I want to get Botox.
1: <laughs> I love that you put that on your list. It's just, it's so. <laughs> honest and authentically you right. and, yeah and again I think some, one of the things about that's fun about bucket list is put stuff on it that you want to try but that might be trivial or whatever if it gets you motivated to actually do it that's fantastic
0: so true yeah like so far though I am a little behind on my 40 before 40 bucket list but I'm trying not to stress out about it because some of these are really big and I know that they'll They'll just happen naturally. They don't need to be planned or like pushed for or like, ugh, I have to do all these things to get ready for it. It's like they're just things that happen naturally in life that I've put into the universe that I want to happen.
1: Yes. Well, I think the thing too is like I'm trying to think about if any of – well, a couple of my goals this year are sort of linked to some of my goals on my bucket list, but they're not necessarily meeting my bucket goal list. So I have – on my bucket list, I – want to when I turn 40 not have any credit card debt and I said as one of my year goals for the year to cut my credit card debt in half so I mean oh, to yeah. me that's sort of setting up the stage steps. Yeah. yeah um but that's the thing is like uh, I can think of that one I also have on my bucket list list to weigh less than I did when I turned 30 I don't have to weigh much less than I did when I turned 30 I just think it's a good sort of
0: healthy barometer and so I weigh you. You want to weigh less than you do did when you turned thirty.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we all know Christie's feelings about weight loss goals are a little bit different than mine.
0: I, um, they, are. they are. Well,
1: and the thing is, is I weighed one hundred and seventy when I turned thirty, which is my happy weight. We talked about that before in the New Year's mm-hmm. resolutions episode. And so, to me, again, I'm not saying like I have to weigh a ton less than that. I just think that like, oh, I'll probably have been making active choices and being relatively healthy with my life if I still weigh approximately the same thing. So that's the way I set that goal. Choose what you will.
0: You mean it doesn't just say be healthy?
1: No, because again, (laughs) I like specificity. (laughs)
0: It shows how we're very different. I mean, I don't have that on my 4440 bucket list because I just sort of assumed I'd be healthy. Well, because you're just, you are a healthy person. I try to be sometimes. It's not always natural, but it... It's something I strive for. But, I mean, and also my thirty-four thirty bucket list. Like, I didn't get everything done. So, because it was a timeline one, I just rolled the things over that I didn't get done on my 30 before 30 into my 40 before 40. And I didn't feel any shame for that either. I was like, cool. I still get to work on these things. Um, do you want to know what those ones were? Yes, I do. So, I got one, two, three, four... I got 26 of my 30 before 31's done. That's really impressive. For Three like, months? Six months, three months? I can't remember. It was a while ago. Right. Um, and so the ones I got rolled over are Go Viral.
1: I love that you also have that on your list.
0: I, I was, like, blogging at the time, and it was, like, a really big goal of mine. Um, someday. This is, why there... I, this is why I chose you for the podcast, friend. <laughs> because one of my dreams is to go viral. I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass someday. No, I know? feel like...
1: Again, I like
0: that you put things out to the universe and you set goals. Right, exactly. It was something I was like, I want that. I want that. And so many people are ashamed to say, I want that. Like, so many people would be, like, sometimes people are like, oh, when I say, like, have a baby, get married, they're like, like, the fact that I would put that, like, out into the universe and tell people, they're like, oh, how embarrassing. And I'm like, what do you, what? Like, I want those things, don't you? Like, are you okay sharing even with a piece of paper what you truly want from your life hello like yeah. if you aren't willing to put it on paper like the universe, how's the universe going to know what you even want well right. and i see i that. got di- I distracted
1: yeah i it's okay we're all for put stuff out in the universe which is one of the other good things about bucket list okay so you rolled over go viral what yeah, else yeah i go
0: viral and then star party which is not as it, it's a science thing Okay. It's an astronomy thing. So, like, the there's, like, an Oregon Star Society or something. And when I was in in college, I took an astronomy class. And the teacher told me about how they put these things on, like, four times a year. And you have to get lucky that it's actually clear that night. But they're out in the gorge. And a bunch of scientists are, like, astronomers. Oh, dude,
1: I want to do this with you. I know,
0: right? Astronomers get, bring their fancy telescopes. And it's a, like a group of people. They point them at stars and constellations. And then they invite people to come and like walk around and talk to them and look at the stars and hear them talk about the stars. Oh, can we please
1: like plan a trip to do this? Because this sounds <sighs> phenomenal. Plus, on my bucket list is go on a trip with you.
0: Ah, <gasps> oh, you want to try it again? Okay. Yes,
1: we need to choose a more successful one. We will not camp if we go to the gorge. We'll either drive home to <laughs> Portland that night or stay in a hotel. So
0: actually, I actually tried to go to a star party. And I camped up there with my friend Chris, but it was overcast that night. Mm. And so this would have been crossed off my 30 before 30 before I was 30 if it had not been overcast the night we went to the star party. But when it's overcast, there's no star party because there's no stars.
1: I am more than willing to try to accomplish this goal with you several I'm times. Gonna, let's
0: do this. Yes. And then um, there is go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show screening. Because I, I thought it would be fun. Now oh, I, I know you- more I mean. I'm cool with it still. I'm not super stoked on it. I think it'll be fun. I went to a Buffy sing-along once, and I think it's going to be similar to that.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, I actually really feel like you would enjoy a Rocky Horror Picture show. Yeah. Uh, the Clinton Street Theater does it in Portland. I know. And
0: I, know, it was, I thought that when I moved away from Portland, I'd never get to do it. Now I'm back in Portland, and I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. No, do this. This
1: is relatively common, and it is really fun. And, I mean, damn it, Janet.
0: <laughs> nah. And um, Seafood Tower. I've never had a seafood tower. <laughs> I want one. I love seafood. I I remember seeing it. So the Woodsman's Tavern here in Portland. You know, like yeah. It, it's near your dad's house. They're yeah, cozy. Did you know that? I know. It's going to become
1: a Tasty and Sons, except they're calling it Tasty and Daughters. And I like Woodsman, <gasps> but oh my fucking god, having Tasty and Sons in walking distance to my dad's house, I'm pretty stoked.
0: Well, I didn't put down Woodsman's Tavern seafood tower, but in my head it was always that. Well, it wasn't, like, yeah. But it's also, like, $120. It's, like, stupid expensive. So I'm not necessarily need to get it from Winsman Tavern. And I'm actually very glad I didn't put that down Mm -hmm. as a very – I didn't specify the specific Seafood Tower. Because I'll be able to get a seafood tower somewhere else, even though that restaurant will no longer exist.
1: There you go. Maybe we can do it on a trip.
0: Right. Maybe we can.
1: (laughs) So um, did you migrate anything else to your 440 list?
0: That was it. Nope. Those were those four things because I was I really did do a lot in that last I I I, I overspent myself doing finishing my 30. Before 30.
1: I actually um, remember that that you got really <laughs> exhausted because you threw yeah. that phenomenal 30th birthday party and you were the kind of 30 so t-
0: prom and I blacked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I decided to do the sober month directly before my birthday bash. Because I had to get the 30 days without drinking in, so I decided to do it right before I drank for, like, 10 hours straight, and you know what I chose for my drink that night? that For people to buy me, like, a lemon drop or something? No, no, no. It was a shot. Yeah, It was a shot. Yeah,
1: you, and everyone bought you drinks. So many drinks. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, it was, it was a killer party. It was legendary. There was a photo booth. There was, like flash um that was on my 30 before 30 bucket list was to have like a big 30th birthday yeah they were, like um a temporary tattoo station i had three birthday cakes and a costume change and um i blacked out yeah. and lost some friends <laughs> so it's it was an excellent
1: party but the po- point is if you're gonna make a bucket list which yes. you, i think absolutely should do and it's pretty fun and that's the thing to keep in mind keep it fun if you put things on it that are too ambitious or you just don't have the time to accomplish them it starts to actually
0: become something that's not fun anymore so and I mean the whole point of having a bucket list is really to have a good time with your life your life your everyday life to bring more joy to bring more experiences into it and, and to find a way to get outside of your comfort zone
1: Yeah, so Christy's bucket list is already up and I will be putting mine up on the blog as well so you guys can see some of the ideas that we've come up with and uh, hopefully that inspires you to start writing some bucket lists. Yeah, get out there and do it. So that was bucket lists. Thank you for listening to the Goal Crush episode four. Thank you guys. And so um, you can always find us on Instagram. We put up a couple of awesome quotes this week, amongst other things. I also did a phenomenal story about (laughs) how I meal plan and meal prep.
0: A phenomenal story. Margaret's new to stories, and she is doing a great job at, you know, getting the hang of them. And she did do a phenomenal story about her meal prep process.
1: Thank you. It was also a little practice for me to learn this platform. So
0: there (laughs) you go. Go look at it. It's great. We actually, um, it's. Oh, maybe I'll make it a highlight because you know stories don't last longer than 24 hours, right? Yes, I sort of remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll make a highlight of your meal meal planning. But we also wanted to shout out um, our friend Katie at Kpow322. Um, She um, she worked with you at Lululemon, right? Yeah, she did, and she's actually gone hiking with me. Oh, well, congratulations, Katie, for going hiking with Margaret. So proud of you guys. But she's been really supportive on social and of the goal crash. We just want to say thank you, and um, we hope your meal prep meatballs were amazing. And um, just speaking of Instagram, we want to talk about our favorite quote that we shared this week, which is "Can't please them all, so please stop trying."
1: Yeah, and that <laughs> is a motto to go through life with. So when the t- going gets tough, just remember, you don't have to please everyone.
0: Please yourself. Exactly. And you can get more gems like this by following along at The Goal Crush on Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest, right?
1: Yes. I. I may not be great at Instagram, but I do love me some Pinterest.
0: <laughs> great. And then um, if you do anything or shout us out at the hashtag, the goal crush, we'll go ahead and shout you out here. And we'd love to hear about any bucket lists you make or anything else you crush.
1: And as always, if you guys enjoyed this episode, you can leave uh, reviews for us at iTunes. We're also on Spotify, and we really appreciate it. So thanks, you guys.
0: Five stars. okay thanks for (laughs) listening guys bye bye